Life Audio. Hey friends, welcome to the Hearing Jesus for Kids podcast. Do you ever feel like you want to know more about the Bible, but that it's kind of hard to understand? Do you want to share your faith with your friends, but have a hard time figuring out how to do that? Do you want to learn how to connect the Bible to your real life? Well, then this is the show for you. My name is Rachel, and I'm your host. I've been a children's pastor for a long time, and one of my favorite things is helping kids learn how to understand the Bible. I think that sometimes people think that the Bible is just for adults, but God actually really wants kids to know about Him. So on this podcast, we're going to learn all about God's big story and how He shows Himself to us through the Bible. As we learn together what the Bible stories actually mean, we can learn how to live out our faith in our everyday life. Hey friends, welcome back to the Hearing Jesus for Kids podcast. I'm so excited to be with you today. My name is Rachel and I'm your host today. As you may remember, we're going through the book of Matthew as we learn about the Gospels. So today we're talking about the second half of chapter one. Yesterday we talked about the genealogy, and today we're talking about when Jesus was born. So I'm going to be reading chapter one, verses 18 through 24. It says, this is how the birth of Jesus, the Messiah, came about. His mother, Mary, was pledged to be married to Joseph, but before they came together, she was found to be pregnant through the Holy Spirit. Because Joseph, her husband, was faithful to the law— and yet did not want to expose her to public disgrace, he had in mind to divorce her quietly. But after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet, the virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph woke up, he did what the angel of the Lord had commanded him and took Mary home as his wife. But he did not consummate their marriage until she gave birth to a son, and he gave him the name Jesus. Now, if you are like me, maybe that story is really familiar. We normally hear it around Christmas time, especially in churches. But there's a couple things that I think are really important for kids to understand. Did you ever think about how old the parents of Jesus were when he was born? I mean, think about how old your parents are or how old they were when you were born. It's a little bit different in Bible times. In Bible times, they got married pretty young. The girls would often get engaged around the age 12 or 13. Yikes, I know. That's probably not much older than some of you. Joseph would have been a little bit older than Mary, but not by much. And that means that God chose to use young people to be the parents of Jesus. Isn't that pretty incredible? I think sometimes adults don't think that kids can follow God the same way that they do. But from the very beginning of the New Testament, from the very beginning of the story of Jesus, we learn that God does use young people. That's pretty exciting, isn't it? One of the things that I think that we learn in today's passage is that Joseph is called righteous for a reason. Do you know what that word means? It means that he wants to follow God and do what is right in his eyes. You know, at that time, when Matthew was writing about all of these things, most people didn't think young people could be wise. 
But what we learn in this story is that not only is Joseph wise and kind in the way that he acts towards Mary, but we also learn that God chose to use Mary when she was really young to be the mother of Jesus. That meant that God trusted Mary and Joseph for a very important job. I want you to think about that for a minute. We know that God does things on purpose. And I think that one of the reasons God did that was to help us understand and recognize that you can follow God and live for him at any age. That means that you, no matter what age you are, can follow God in a way that is an example to those around you. Do you know what else we learn? We learn that God uses an angel to speak to Joseph in a dream. Think about that. We see in the Bible that not only can God use young people, but God can communicate with young people. The God of the universe that sent Jesus, that created the world, talks to young people. He talks to kids. Isn't that amazing? I want to ask you, have you talked to God recently? Do you realize that God wants to talk to you too? One of the ways that we learn about God and see how he works is through the Bible. Because God is the same yesterday and today and tomorrow. God does not change. So what that tells us is that God wants to talk to you too. But there's one more thing. When God spoke to Joseph, what did Joseph do? He listened. You know, you may not know this, but one of the things that I always like to explain is radios. And maybe you know somebody that has an old radio, or maybe you've been in an old car that has a radio. It was a lot different than how we listen to things on iPods or iPhones today. It used to be that you would have a radio station and say it would be 99.9. That was the radio station. Well, you would go to that station on your radio, but it wasn't exact science. It was like a little dial that you had to turn. And when you got close to that radio station, it would get clear. Now, if you turn that dial too far, it would get fuzzy again and you couldn't hear it real well. Or if you didn't turn that enough, it was not clear and you couldn't hear it real well. And it wasn't until you got that dial just right that you could clearly hear. Well, I think sometimes hearing God's voice is like that. And the more we obey God's voice, it's kind of like turning that dial. The more we obey it, the easier it is to hear it. So it's like turning that dial. The more we get it closer to that station, the easier it is to hear it. And each time we obey God's voice, it's easier to hear him the next time. So I want to think for a minute about Joseph and what God told Joseph to do. It was one thing for him to hear God's voice, but it was another for him to listen to God's voice. Do you understand the difference? I want to take a little bit of time to pray for you today and ask God to speak to your heart and then also to help you obey what he's speaking to your heart. Father God, I thank you for my friends that are listening today, my friends that want to learn more about you. God, we thank you that your word is true and it reveals to us your heart for your people. 
And we thank you that it shows us that you use young people. And not only do you use young people, but you communicate with young people. Lord, I pray for my friends today that when they hear your voice, they would obey your voice, God, that whatever it is throughout their day, when you are speaking to them, that they would not only hear you, but they would listen to you. Lord, I pray today for a hedge of protection around my friends as they go throughout their day. I thank you and I praise you that you love them and you have a plan for their lives. In Jesus name we pray. Amen. Okay, friends, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Friends, thanks for listening to the Hearing Jesus for Kids podcast. If you like today's show, I would love it if you would head over to Apple Podcasts and leave a review. That's the number one way you can support this show. If you're wanting to dive a little bit deeper, you can also join our Patreon community to get our family discussion guides, join our private discussion groups, and have access to bonus content and additional resources every month. Hey, I'm praying for you today. Know that you are so loved.